Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Ascension Presents. Um, so, kind of in the season right now, where I have had a lot of opportunity to do marriage preparation with couples, and a lot of opportunity to actually witness their, their weddings, and which is a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, experience. One of the things that I've noticed, though, is that this theme keeps running back um, in my mind every time I'm talking with these couples, and it's the theme of like, how do you achieve a certain kind of mastery when it comes to relationships? And this doesn't have to do just simply with romantic relationships, but any kind of relationship. How do you achieve a certain kind of mastery? That term, to be a master in a relationship versus a disaster in the relationship, comes from a, a guy named Dr. John Gottman. He's a I don't know, some kind of doctor. And so he brought in these couples, this is years ago, he brought in these couples and he had them have a conversation with each other and he filmed it, recorded it, but he also hooked them up to a, a blood pressure uh, monitor, uh, to a heart rate monitor, and to something that measured um, their level of perspiration on their skin. And he asked them to have a conversation about a shared memory that they, that they had with each other. And so he monitored the heart rate, blood pressure, and the perspiration as they had this conversation. And he noticed something that was remarkable, that there were some couples that even if they were having a conversation about a, a happy shared memory, their heart rate was elevated, their blood pressure was up, and they were sweating. They were actually, the body had gone into, when they had this conversation with each other, their body had gone into the fight or flight mode. Whereas other couples doing the same thing, talking about a shared memory, that even if they had a disagreement in the midst of that conversation, they had some kind of fight in the midst of that conversation, that their heart rate remained, remained constant, their blood pressure was normal, and they didn't start sweating. They didn't go into fight or flight mode, but they were at peace, they were at calm. He followed up with these couples six years later, and he found something remarkable, that those couples who's, who went into the fight or flight mode in a normal conversation, that their relationship had either completely exploded or they were still together and it had just crumbled and imploded. Whereas the other couples, those who were even able to have a hard conversation with their spouse, this was between spouses, that years later, they seemed to be masters. They seemed to be doing great when it came to their relationship with each other. And one of the things that he, he recognized was, was this, was that what was missing in those couples who were disasters was the exact thing that those couples who were masters had. And that one thing was trust. Now you might find yourself in a situation, regardless of whether it's a romantic relationship or a relationship between family members or, or good friends, where you're like, man, we, we're kind of disasters. Because we all have those friends, right, that, that you kind of are always on alert when you're having a conversation with them because you know that if you say the wrong thing, man, they're going to jump down your throat faster than you can say, I'm sorry, I said the wrong thing. Because they're always looking for that, you know, that, that place to dig. So you don't have any trust. So you're on alert. How do, you, how do you regain trust? Well, there's another doctor who did a study in 2006 where she, again, same kind of thing, monitored these couples and kind of just watched how they interacted with each other on a regular basis. She, she watched them over the course of a day. And one of the things she noticed was that trust was not built in one moment, but trust was built or destroyed over a series of moments. And those moments are completely benign. Because we think sometimes, like, have a, have a happy relationship, a, a ho holy relationship, a healthy relationship. You've got to have, like, heroic love and heroic patience and heroic forgiveness. And this other doctor said, actually, it's not that complicated. It's much more simple than that. And it's not heroic. It's incredibly commonplace. Here's what she noticed. Um, so uh, the wife comes home. And she walks in the door, and the husband's reading the newspaper, something like this, watching TV, playing video game. 
She says, the woman at the bank was so mean to me today. Now, the husband has one of four possible responses. He can have this active, destructive kind of response where he can look up and say, well, you must have done something wrong because people aren't just mean for no good reason. That's active destructive or destructive active. She could also have a destructive passive, which is just completely ignoring it. She comes in, the woman at the, at the bank was incredibly rude to me today. And he's like, oh, you know, it's going to rain tonight, I think. Just completely ignores it. So this, you know, passive destructive kind of comment. Now, he also could have a passive constructive type comment where he's reading his newspaper, um, passive constructive. She says, someone was so mean to me at the bank today. And he's just like, well, that stinks and moves on. Passive constructive is not, no, now connection doesn't happen in any one of those because either it's ignored, um, I'm accusing you of something, or I'm just kind of like, oh, interesting, and go back to my thing. There's a fourth way, and that fourth way is active constructive or constructive active, one of the, one of the two, where she says, someone was incredibly mean to me at the bank today, and he puts down his newspaper and says, oh my gosh, uh, what happened? Tell me about it. He basically gives her his attention. What they found, this doctor found, she found that couples that only responded with the passive constructive response, 30% of the time were disasters. Disasters. But those couples who were masters, 9 out of 10, almost 90% of the time, they responded with the positive constructive or constructive positive response of just, I'm acknowledging what you said, putting my paper down, looking you in the eyeballs. In fact, that was a couple that I it's a great couple that I did marriage prep with. They had discovered this, discovered this on their own. She had come to over to his house at one point. He was playing video games. He's a computer pro programmer kind of guy. And she was telling him all about her day. And he's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. He's listening to her. And he's like, I'm totally listening to her. And I'm doing my computer game. And at one point, he gets up and goes into the kitchen. And she stops talking. And he says, wait, no, keep talking to me. She's like, why? You're not even listening. And they had this big, big fight. And at the conclusion of the fight, they realized. They came to the, I, the agreement. They said, okay, when I come over to your house, the first 15 minutes, I just need eyeball time. I just need eyeball time from you. Just put whatever it is you're, you're doing down as soon as you can and just look me in the eye so I know you're paying attention to me. That's active constructive. And what is that? That's not heroic. It's not heroic love. That's not heroic forgiveness, not, not heroic patience. It's just everyday kindness. The real simple word is they were polite. They were polite. Some of the last people that we're polite with are the ones we live with, are the ones we're called to love the most. And I think one of the reasons why is because I want to go the heroic route, but God's calling me to just do the humble thing, which is, okay, be kind to the people you live with. Be kind to the people you live next to. Be kind to the person who's trying to make an active connection and just watch the trust grow. Watch the relationship bloom and become a master when it comes to relationships. Even St. Paul says this in his letters to the Ephesians chapter 4. He says, be kind to one another. Mutually forgiving, but be kind to one another. It goes so far. For all of us here at Ascension Presents, hopefully that's good news. This is Father Mike. God bless.